many directions. Yeah. But don't they also, uh, Carol, one of the one of the things is that we're seeing is the, the same people that have no problem telling me that I have to close a church, close my business, wear a mask, get vaccinated, will do nothing with one of the biggest uh, health issues we've ever seen. There's every kind of disease in the world in these homeless camps, and it's open yep. sewage. Yep, that's right. Yep, and, you know, I mean, go ahead, Kay. No, I mean, well, I was going to say, like, it, it was two years ago almost when Carol and I were first introduced, and we were introduced because I called out um, Garcetti and Newsom for basically ignoring what is a slow-moving genocide here in California. Like, the diseases that are, like, I don't know if you guys have ever been anywhere near one of these homeless encampments. I don't know, Carol, do you maybe want to describe what we went through in Venice the other day, because I can't see why anyone would ignore these horrors other than to just let these people die quietly on our streets, and then they'll probably be the people saying, oh, we should, like, hold candlelight vigils and be sad because this awful thing happened. They'll find a way to, like, spin it and blame it on someone else, even though it's purely only occurring through their ignorance. Yeah, and it's, it's Venice. I mean, to watch it go downhill over the last five years, and, you know, Venice has always been edgy and fun, and I um, mean, we all knew that. You know, there was always the guy who partied too much, you know, passed out on the pier on a Sunday morning. <laughs> Tell me on yourself, right? You know, it was kind of like the East Village of Manhattan. It was just the fun party area. Well, now it's, it's really dark, and I will tell you, it's gotten darker over the last year. And this is what I mean. Like, two years ago, you would drive through Venice, and it's all tent. It's majority yeah. drug users openly doing drugs. Well, Kay and I drove through last week. And our Venice friends had told us, they said, it's changed. It's even darker. Like you, and, and what we mean by that is you now drive through these streets and you see the drug dealers. The drug dealers live in tents in the middle of these blocks now. They're not homeless. These are well-dressed people. And you watch mm-hmm. them. They're, they're now living in the middle of the block in their own tent, and they just go out and distribute the drugs all over. Now, it wasn't like that a couple no. years ago. It, it was still terrific. But now it's just run by its own kind of society that's so scary, so sick. So for the first time, we were scared driving what, through. What, we were locking yeah. the doors, and I, my foot was on the gas pedal. I mean, we were like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is so long. Yeah, I've never. When will the residents yeah, unite and stand up? When, when will the residents join you? The residents, the people that are homeowners paying the taxes. How come they're not, uh, you know, calling for Venice Lives Matter and 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 they marching? Are. are they? They are. They, they are. are. Oh, yeah, they, they really are. In fact, mm-hmm. in fact, I mean, they, th- this Mike Bonin councilman, he is Satan walking. I got to tell you. I mean, I don't know where this human being came from. I don't know what happened to him in his childhood to where he is. Set out to destroy people's lives, whether it's the homeless on the street or whether it's the property owner. So Kay and I met on a community group, and it was Venice-based of people who were ready to take back their, their, you know, their, uh, their, their town. And that's where we met. And it was about 100 people, and we'd have Sunday night conference calls. And these people, you know, a lot of them, again, Russell, are in positions where they have kids in school. They can't even speak up because then they're ostracized. Their kids aren't allowed to, oh, mommy doesn't like homeless people. Their mommy doesn't, you can't play with them anymore. So that's where Kay and I are like, listen, we don't, we don't give a rat, you know what? Like, we'll we'll, we'll be the ones to talk for you because my kids aren't in school yet and Kay doesn't have kids. Like, let us be your voice box. So, 
they're there. And as a matter of fact, just this weekend, I mean, they're, they're now transforming another hotel in Venice to be a housing facility. Now, these people don't have to be sober. They could be out of their minds. They don't get treatment. They're just dumped, going to be dumped into this old Ramada Inn. And, and I just read about it last night. The community stepped up, and they're like, you're right by an elementary school. How can you do this? And they just get slapped down one by one. I mean, yesterday, I think it was the DPW Board of Supervisors, whoever they are, they slapped them down and said, nope, we're putting homeless in there. We don't care that they're going to another elementary school. Oh, yeah, they don't care. It's, it's, it's a dark, sinister force that we've never seen before. And, and that is our purpose, is to warn the rest of the U.S., basically. And mm-hmm. we're proud to, like Kay said, we have listeners listening to our podcast from all over. So they see it coming, and, mm-hmm. you know, that's sort of a big part of our messaging, too. All right, speaking of sinister, I have to know who's responsible from you two. Who's responsible for doing that video of that poor lady sitting on the ground in her little encampment and rats running all around oh. her? Who, who did that? Oh, yeah, that is our friend Edmund Dantes, okay. and he, let, let, let me tell you. I was eating yes. breakfast. I couldn't look at that. <laughs> yeah, we should oh. put a warning. Sorry. <laughs> um, you know, Edmund is. He lives downtown. He's not a journalist. He doesn't even work in any form of you know reporting or entertainment. He works in an entirely different business, but he lives down there, and he's like, "This is this is a humanitarian crisis." And he goes around and he talks to these folks. They all know him. And he's a he's an amazing interviewer. I, I think he should live uh, win some sort of major prize, which he never will. Mm-hmm. Of course, but this is real journalism. This is the stuff that you know everyone should be out covering. And and you talk to that one. It's like you look at that video and you say, "How is this America? Yeah. How how mm-hmm. how is this America?" And then on the flip side, you know, Kay and I are very adamant because people say you hate homeless people. It's quite the opposite. <laughs> We've done more to help the homeless than Garcetti and all these other people because we've seen some of them be saved. And, you know, Edmund Dantes has interviewed other people where they break mm-hmm. down and, you know, they tell him, I want help, but it's too late. And, you know, and it, it's he's doing riveting journalism and, you know, not getting the credit. So, I mean, he's he works closely with us and, you know, he's helping us because some of these people with the right mental health treatment, can be saved. And that's what angers us with Garcetti and everyone else. They just want to dump them in the Ramada Inn in Venice and say, keep doing your drugs. In fact, you know, we're going to give you needles in the future. We're looking into that. And it's like, where is that thinking when some of these folks can be saved? I I like Kanye West. Move them out into unincorporated areas. But that's not going to make them happy. Uh Those, Those people... Are drug addicted. They they yeah. like where they're at. They want to be in the middle of everything. It's going to be a hard transition now that they they've been given this opportunity. Like live in the best property, the highest valued sure. property in the country, and it costs you nothing. And they wake up in their little tents every day and see the beach that the you know people live there. You know don't have the mm-hmm. opportunity because they're scared. Wait, that's the point? Like, I'm sorry, I, I'm going to play the immigrant card a minute because I'm starting to get really annoyed. It's only six o'clock in the morning here in California. Because, <laughs> um, like, this is what annoys me the most, right? Is like, I was 11 years old when I was told, if you want to move to America and be successful there, you've got to start working now. And I was like, oh, goodness, okay. And so I gave up my entire adolescence. I went home early from every single party, like, when I was at university. And the week after I graduated with honors, I was able to move here. And then still, it took me over a year to get my work visa. Every three years, I had to pay for the privilege to remain in this country as a legal immigrant. And I used to live in Venice. And I used to be able to walk from my home seven blocks from the beach that I paid a 
stupid amount of money for. <laughs> and like, at like, you know, midnight and I would be safe. I would bump into neighbors that I knew. Now we can't even drive around those same yeah. blocks in the middle of the day. And yeah, it's, you know, like we care about the homeless, but at the end of the day, like I moved to America for this like idea called freedom and if you want to drop out of society and be homeless and live off the grid, guess what? It's really hard. I've done it. I did it for like two years on and off before I went to university. And it's horrible. That's why I worked really, really, really hard so I didn't have to live that way. And admittedly, most, like, most of these people have addiction issues. And our law doesn't even allow us to ask most homeless people if they have a problem oh. with drugs. So that's got to change as well. But like, I'm sorry, if you want to drop out of society and use drugs and, you know live in this particular way and you are that reluctant to help, so be it. Absolutely but, so be it. If this is America, this is a free country. But I think, yeah, as like as, you know, responsible citizens, at least we can be here communicating about the fact that there are options. Like we can actually come together as a community to fix this. Um, but it doesn't get to happen in, you know, in on our beaches and in the places where our children like to go and play and be raised and, you know, be safe. Like, they don't get to take away our safety because they just decided that they wanted to drop out of society. Well, Sorry, yeah. had to go off on a little tangent then. I, I like that. <laughs> and but, but Kanye West has it right, but pretty soon it's going to be you two moving to his little thing out in the middle of the desert to get away from the crime. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. We talk about it all the time. Yeah. I'm always it's like, is today the day? K-Con's below every night. And that's the thing, Russell. Literally. And we've said to our listeners, you know, on our Sunday night, uh, I mean, Sunday night, Sunday night, I'm losing my mind, Tuesday night uh, show on KABC 790, we say, we're going to do this for a while, but, you know, we're, we're feel like the Lone Rangers out here, guys. You're, there's 10 million of you. Where are you? We don't get paid to do this. We're, we're fighting to save your city and your state. We kind of need you to step up with us because Kay and I can just easily leave. You know, we're not, like I said, we're not natives. We've got other friends and family. And we have people from Nashville saying, come save our city because we're just starting to see this. And we're tempted to do that because, to your point, we don't know where the other 10 million are. But they need to start stepping up and, um, you know, bringing their fight to this game or else, you know, we'll just leave. We We don't have the strings that they have. We don't have the elderly parents there. We don't have the kids in high school that, you know, you're kind of stuck there for now. We don't have that. We'll leave and we'll go fight and save other great American cities. Yeah. You know, I'm th- and, like, to your point, Carol, like the other, the other reason that I think that we're okay leaving is because we're also not indoctrinated into the woke semantics that are perpetuating this thing, yeah. you know? Good for you. Like most people sit there and go, oh, I want to go help the homeless because they, like, they'll never, they're never actually going to go and help homeless. Like no one's going to get up and like go and actually, mm-hmm. you know, do anything meaningful, but they'll say it just in case they, you know, they might get ostracized or something like that. Well, they're right. just scared to be different these days. And their and their yeah. idea of helping the homeless is handing them water, which um, <laughs> is literally yeah, like building on the issue. I got into it with Alex Michelson from Fox yesterday on Twitter about it. So I was like, it's great that you know this charity that he was profiling offers all of these like big in you know inpatient treatment programs, but stop feeding the homeless because for every homeless person you feed, it invites another person to drop out of society and come and get free food from you. Stop giving these people everything and start giving them what they need in order to get things for themselves. Perfect. It's literally like, can we stop giving everyone fish and finally start teaching everyone how to fish? And, you know? and I never I never accuse you, Kay, of being woke. In fact, 
to be such, you'd have to put on 50 pounds, dye your hair purple, and hold up a Black Lives Matter sign. <laughs> 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 well, my hair can be purple. It's been purple before. <laughs> 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 yeah, it definitely has. Yeah, Just an observation. That's all. Yeah. You know, I'm three miles outside California. I moved all the way, uh, way as far, you know, three miles, and I stopped, uh, you know, in Yuma, Arizona. I'm just, I, you know, and it was far enough. I can see California, and, and I don't, I, I used to visit, not anymore, but I used to visit, but... Um, it's it's a shame. It's it's a whole state, but the whole state doesn't. The whole state's not woke. The whole state it's being run by by a small percentage of people that say let's destroy it. And and you're yeah. right. Okay. You don't have enough people standing up yet. Keep doing well, it. You need. And they them. have a lot of money behind them as well. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, big tech. That's a, oh, yeah, but I mean maybe maybe that's what we'll do. I was I was looking at Utah, but uh, maybe three miles over the border is perfect. <laughs> desert like you know you're introduced to real california um like you know the easy ride of california that i was raised with yeah i'm uh, I'm, I'm sitting here without a mask and i've got two guns in my pocket you know it's 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 easy and you know uh, russell it's funny because our platform and our social media and everything else our show we have crossed party lines which is a little bit good you know, for you hopeful. I mean, yeah our first we had gifts sent to us from a liberal environmentalist um, because he's happy that we're bringing up the fact that, you know, um, there's raw sewage and needles going into the ocean in Venice, and no one's doing anything. There's literally needles on the sand, and then you have all these people, a lot of them from inland, who aren't as familiar with the problems of Venice, but they want to bring their kids to the beach, and their kids are playing in water next to diseased needles, and this guy blew mine. So I, it's been really nice because we don't talk national politics, you know Good. what I mean? Like, they don't yeah. accuse me of being a MAGA. It doesn't matter. It's the one thing that's finally uniting people is in California, and it's the fact that they've completely lost their safety and their law, law and order. They've lost it all, and it doesn't matter who you vote for nationally. You know, if you have a family or you have half a brain, you want safety and law and order. Oh, speaking of half a brain, George, we got to go, man. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Always remember, politics, all politics is local. Thanks for coming on, gals, and we uh, keep up the good fight. Thank you, ladies. Carol Oh, that was George. We lost him. <laughs> Thank you so much. Hi, George. Hey, no, take care. So all right. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll be right back. AM 560, KBLU. Eldorado.